Hi, my name is Anthony Hines. For the last 40 years, 40 plus years, I've worked in various large companies and in their information technology area. And what I've tried to do is help people with their careers, help people to develop their careers because companies are always looking for good people. So I always like to help people to develop their careers and understand that they can be part of growth in a company by developing their own skills, having confidence, and being in the position to be ready because when an opportunity is there, you want to make sure that you're ready for it. Then I also, um, I also try to help the unemployed. So the fact of the matter is that I'm sure that today's podcast will be one of my most popular and one that I've put into a PowerPoint in the past, but will change and, you know, adjust and, and move it to a, an easier to listen to podcast. And basically it's, it's talking to people about the fact that they just got their layoff notice. They know it's coming and instead of panicking, what should they do? And I try to keep it really simple in telling you what steps to take when that um, layoff notice has come to you that, you know, you may it may happen in a few days, it may happen in a week, it may happen in 30 days so that you, um, you're able to methodically handle it and and do what you can to properly set yourself up for uh, your future so right now i just want to start with the fact that when you first find out about your layoff and you're sitting and talking with people um, usually in hr or managers or the like you got to make sure that you get transitional services as part of your severance and do not go to use these services until you are ready to look for a job. Some people rush right into the process and they are not mentally ready. Their time passes, meaning that their service limited time, um, like you might get three months or one month or six months, that time passes and the opportunity is missed because the person was not in the right frame of mind. Use transitional services, but do it when you are ready to drive the process. So first, you want to make sure that's part of your severance. And then what you want to do is you want to get in touch with the company and that's in transitional services. Get your name in and tell them that you'll be taking it in, in the point in the near future and you'll be talking to them about it. But just make sure you get it as part of your package. Okay? That's the first thing. Obviously, then you're going to look at weeks and and your um, the amount of uh, the amount of compensation you get, and you want to make sure that the compensation is correct, and that the the number of weeks are correct and the like, just to make sure that the letter matches the actual compensation you're going to get. So confirm that with the people. A lot of people talk about suing the company for wrongful layoff. You know, sure, you should talk to a lawyer. I'll never say not to. But I found that the people that do that don't always win and their uh, severance is held up. So my opinion is, unless it's an extreme condition, I'm not really one that says that suing the company will, will always get you um, to win the suit. I mean, you can look into it, but I can't guarantee you're going to win. So, um, again, make sure you get transitional services. Make sure you get um, access to um, 
you know, to the understanding of what the compensation is going to be and make sure you, you understand all those things. Also, you want to make sure that you you can get a good reference from the company and that you're in that if you have a good relationship with your hiring manager, you want to make sure it's okay that your hiring manager can give you a reference. Because many companies when you leave are going to be looking for the reference from your hiring manager. So you want to make sure that you know the company's policy on references and see if you can get it so that your hiring manager can uh, can recommend you on your next job. So. You found out about your layoff, you know it's coming. You want to talk to other hiring managers that you know within the company and let you know that you would have no problem working for them, even as a temporary worker, if there is work available. Again, this keeps you working and getting a paycheck while more opportunities open up. Let them know your transferable skills and know how you can help them out. Companies have layoffs in some departments while others are hiring. This is just the way it is. Sometimes you can take a layoff in one area and come back as a contractor in another area. Look for that. Yeah, sometimes there's a small window where you can't do it, but if you can get a contractor job while you're looking and it gives you time while you get your severance as well and give you, gives you time to be able to look. So let, let hiring managers know that you'd like to work for them. Maybe they have other positions that are opening or about to open that they'd like you to apply for, and maybe the layoff won't happen to you. Just know one thing. When you go into another department, you're the last one in. So last one in, there are risks involved with that. But if you want to stay with your company, you always talk to your hiring managers to see if there are other things available, okay? Because uh, you never know. You might get a job that's better than the one you currently have, working for somebody you like even more. You don't know unless you ask, right? Now, I want you to start writing recommendations on LinkedIn for all the coworkers and managers that you've worked with closely over the years at the company. Remember, LinkedIn asks each person that receives that recommendation if they want to reciprocate. This is a great way to solidify your relationship as it could be needed for a reference, as they just said, and to build up your own amount of recommendations. Fact of the matter is, you take a recommendation that you can tweak, write one good one, and then tweak it for every person that you want to send to. Let's say you send out 10 of them. You might get three back in the reciprocal situation, right? So now that's three more than you have. You take those when you have an, inf an interview and you, and you print them out and you bring them to your interview so that during quiet periods, you give them your LinkedIn recommendations and say, hi, sir, or ma'am, you haven't, you may have not checked my LinkedIn, my LinkedIn profile. Here are my LinkedIn recommendations from people that I worked with at my previous job. Okay. Fact of the matter is, let's say you do 25 of these because you have a lot of people. Well, you might get 10 back. I'm not saying you're going to get 25 back. I'm saying that you take a recommendation that's general, you tweak it for every person, you send to every person. Now LinkedIn loves you for that because you're, you've been um, paying forward and the like, and your profile is going to come up more because of it. But then you also, they will come back with some. You take those, you keep them, you notice them, you have them in packets, you make sure all the recruiters you deal with see them, and you make sure that anybody, even in the company that you're talking to, those other iron managers, they see them too. 
okay? Think about this. You can do that right away. And you should be doing that too while you're still there. But if you haven't, it's a great way to do it and it helps your profile and it helps your candidacy either internally or externally. So think about doing that. Then join job search related groups on LinkedIn and start commenting in their discussions. LinkedIn loves it when you comment and participate in discussions and your profile will get pop more popular organically. Take the free month of Job Seeker Premium. I found that it absolutely gives you the advantage with recruiters and you can get jobs emailed to you on a scheduled basis by opening up alerts with companies as well as using the LinkedIn Jobs app. And then also, you want to also make looking for new opportunities a line item within your LinkedIn profile so that recruiters know that you're looking for new opportunities. Remember, even though you're still in the job, you are officially looking for new opportunities. They could be internal, they could be external. Start by doing the easy things. Get those out there, get those moving. Boom, 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 boom. And then things are moving while you're still working on the inside. See how it works? These are quick things you do to get things moving and get yourself rolling in your job search process. So you got those ideas. The next thing, talk with human resources as part of your um, exit interview or the like and let them know that you're interested in coming back as a consultant, as they say, or a temporary employee if conditions change and say a new contract is signed or a business or the business pops. Nothing stays the same and going back to your old company is always a possibility. Many people I know have made their next job be back at their old company. Make sure it's in writing that you want to come back, either as a contractor, temporary worker, or full-time worker. Make sure it's okay if you come back. Make sure it's okay that you apply for new jobs because you never know. Things change. Companies get new clients all the time. You could be back there in a week and you could be back there in a month. You never know, but you've got to make sure that people know this. Regarding your emotions. Yes, they will be flying in many ways. I've always said, don't bottle them up. Instead, try to channel them into getting your next opportunity. Okay, emotions are part of you. It's who you are. There's nothing wrong with that. Let them out, let them be. Don't be holding them back. Always know that you'll have ups and down days during this time, and you know, that you're in the process. But understand, in most cases, it is not personal and it, it is just business. You want to make that clear and make sure that everybody makes that clear that it is nothing to do with performance and that is in writing, that it is nothing to do with performance because you don't want anyone to even think that that's possible. So drive that, make sure you understand and make sure that people have, have that somewhere efficiently that has nothing to do with performance, okay? Because business is business, these things happen. That said, you don't want anybody to have any type of inkling it was to do with performance. And if they see it writing it isn't, then that's going to clear that up. See how you're doing little steps all over the place to get yourself rolling and get yourself, um, get yourself in the game. This is my point. These are little items that you can do right now. And then that way you can start looking. Don't hide in your cube or your office. Get out and talk to people in the office and let them know that you're in the job market and that you will be available for new work soon. Make sure that everyone has your contact information and be sure to confirm that if needed, the pertinent people will recommend you or give you a reference. Bang. As I say, recommend them, 
give them, and then uh, they may recommend you back. But if you ask for a recommendation, tell them you'll be sending one on LinkedIn, and you'd appreciate if they send you one back. Fact of the matter is, get out, let people know, talk to them. You never know; there might be other managers that may have wanted you for a long time to work for them, and this is their opportunity. So go out there and get it. Plus, it shows that you're vibrant. It shows that you're part of the solution. It shows that you're taking charge. It shows you're a leader. It's very important that people see you handling this positively and also taking on the challenge because people want people that will take on the challenge. So let them see that by going out to them, okay? Stay in touch with the people and see them when you can for lunch or coffee. Don't allow yourself to be forgotten, even though you are keeping your options open. My point is your next job could be at your last company if changes happen suddenly in your business. So even if it's after the period and you've left, keep in touch with the people. They're not going to contact you because they got to do their job. And, they, you know, sometimes people are awkward about it. But stay in touch with them and that way things will work for you because you never know, people may want you back. As they say, I've seen it many times. Make sure, oh my God, I can't say this enough. Make sure you leave on a good note. No rants, no emotional negative comments, no threats. There's a, there is a there's nothing positive that can come of that. Plus you don't want your company contesting your unemployment because of something emotional that you did on the way out the door. Again, it is in no way personal in most cases. It is just business. Deal with it by focusing on what you can't control and not what you can't. By looking forward, finding your next opportunity because you never know where it is. Okay? Think about that. Nothing, nothing negative, nothing emotional because you don't need a problem. Yes, it is their loss. Yes, it is not something you ever thought would happen to you. Yes, it is tough. Yes, it is real pain. Yes, it is at times nerve-wracking. Yes, it is at times lonely and unbelievable. How did this happen to me, right? That said, focus on getting an even better job the next time you have an opportunity and one that will make you even happier long-term than you were at your current job. There is no reason why that cannot happen for you if things fall the right way. And even so, it could be back at your old company, but even if it isn't, your next job could be the best job you ever had. If your mindset is clear, your skills are updated, and you're ready to go. Okay, I want to reiterate, I'm not a professional, and I only provide you with things that I did that helped me out during my own search. I do these PowerPoints because the job search process has a lot to do with attitude and outlook. That's on you. Excuses are for losers. Be a winner and take charge. You can do it, but you have you have done it because you can do it because you have done it before. And I bet you've been great at things you've done before. So make sure you, you embrace this and take these ideas because when you've been told of the layoff, there is a great window for you to do these things because you never know where your next opportunity could be. It could be in the department right next to you. It could be in another great company. But when you take these actions, you're going to take charge of that time and transition from day one, okay? Again, my name is Anthony Hines. Um, come and join my group, the LinkedIn, uh, the LinkedIn group, the Anthony Hines Job Search and Career Help Now group, as well as, um, Come and join my come and join my Facebook page. Come and like my Facebook page, the Anthony Hines Job Search and Career Help Now Facebook page, 
as well as my YouTube page of it's called Job Search and Career Help Now, and my Instagram uh, account. Also, follow me on Twitter, Anthony underscore V underscore Hines. And understand this, people. Your career is your responsibility. From day one, a layoff that is talked to you about, you can drive that. You can drive a solution in a much quicker way than you've ever realized if you take these steps and you take control and show that you're a leader by, instead of being down and pitiful about yourself, taking positive actions to show people that you can take on the challenge. People will be impressed. The more you do, the better it looks for you. Also understand that in most companies, when this has happened, during that period that you have to do um, this kind of internal look job search, you probably won't be asked to do your job much, if at all. Um, So be aware of that, okay? Remember, your career is your responsibility, and if um, if you're unemployed, I want to end unemployment one person at a time. Have a great day.